Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that makes me Mike. Wow, that was very operatic of you. Yeah, you know, I got right up on the microphone there. In fact, it's a little, uh, it's a little steamed up right now. Yeah, I got it yeah. all hot and bothered. Yeah, oh, you got it. You got it all sweaty. Um, yeah. I, at first, I thought you were paying homage to the fact that it's a week away from Halloween, and you were going with that little low register that you started out with. <laughs> I am pretty. You know what? I got to tell you, this year I'm I'm more excited for the Halloween season than I normally would be. Like I've really been getting into watching Halloween movies and stuff like that, uh, which I didn't ever really do before. And I got to be yeah. honest, I found myself. You know, waxing philosophic about taking my kids trick or treating, and and before that, I used to take my cousins trick or treating who were younger than me, and everything. So it's uh, you know, it's kind of a bittersweet uh, thing for me this year. But I'm enjoying it more than I normally do. Normally, Halloween can come and go, and the only thing I think about is eating candy. Yeah. But, uh, but this year, but this year, I'm I'm really uh, I'm kind of enjoying it in my own way. Yeah. A little bit more than I normally do. I, I I would like to regain some of my, I don't know what the word is exactly, but I have this sort of jaded sort of cynicism to my uh, holidays. Like, mm-hmm. I'm there for the food, basically, you know, and <laughs> it's like... That's, that's Thanksgiving for me, obviously, and for well, everybody yeah. else, and Christmas even to a certain degree. I dig the presents and stuff, but for me, it's more about... It's more about the meal. It's more about spending time with my family than yeah. it is yeah, exactly. really about the presence because uh, the older I've gotten, I don't know, the more – like I, I'll, I'll go through a period right before Christmas where I'm just – I'm going to use a word here that makes me chuckle when I say it. I'm very cantankerous. <laughs> I get very – I get real assy right before Christmas every year. I don't know why it is, but I'm just like, man, fuck Christmas. I get so tired of this. But then by the time Christmas rolls around, I'm cool with it again. And I got to say that there's something special about um, cinnamon-scented pine cones mm. that really get me that really get me in a place that nobody else in my family likes them, but I do. Uh, I so, therefore, I don't have any. I like Christmas potpourri. Uh, I like to boil that on the stove while I'm in the house. Um, there's just something about the smells of Christmas, like the Christmas potpourri or like sugar cookies or like mm-hmm. an intermingling of those smells. We need to revisit this closer to uh, the holidays. Christmas is a very tactile holiday. It is very much so, yeah. I have a I lot mean, of for good real. memories. Yeah. Like flavor memories and sight memories and sound memories. You know. I would just say this. <clears throat> And and this is I mean we can revisit what I'm saying right now closer to the holiday too. My grandmother would start baking, usually probably right around Thanksgiving, and would just bake like I'm talking. Um, you're you 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 know Texas Pale. Sorry, a stink bug just flew across the room. Of all the places it could have landed, it fucking landed on my shoulder. <laughs> I have no idea why or where. Like, what, wait, what? You, did you want to get famous? There you go. Now everybody knows you, stink bug. Um, anyways, <laughs> just, nobody knows you because they can't see you. They just think I'm crazy. But uh, you're familiar with Texas Pale Ice Cream, or at least I don't know if it still exists. I'm not, actually. It was like a fucking gallon bucket of ice cream. Okay. Like, did your did your mom ever or your grandmother or any of them ever buy like a big old bucket of ice cream for yeah, a birthday yeah, or I think so. for like parties a big, or something? Like a big some semi opaque tub. Yes, with a handle on it. With a handle on, yeah, it's a big yeah, yeah, bucket. Yeah, I remember My that. My grandmother I didn't remember used the brand, to keep but... those. Yeah, well, Texas Pale happened to be the one that was like the brand of choice. For my family, and I don't know if that was because it just happened to be sold around this area, or if it was because we genuinely enjoyed the quality of the product. I will say that that I don't remember ever eating ice cream that I didn't like. I do remember eating ice cream that didn't like me, but uh, eating ice cream that I didn't like never happened. Well, and that happens but, when you get older too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Ice cream. Uh, ice cream is not your friend. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> it's, it's a delicious but, enemy. 
Yeah, yes it is. <laughs> Anyways, my grandmother used to take those those pails and would put paper towels or, or tin foil, depending on what kind of cookie she was making, and she would literally fill uh, what was the sewing room, which is downstairs, which is... Um, I don't know if, if you're familiar with my secondary bathroom, my powder room. Mm-hmm. I think that... Yeah, it's slightly larger than that, but imagine that room, like floor to ceiling, damn near, with buckets of cookies. I mean, any kind of cookie you could possibly imagine. Snickerdoodles, sand tarts, holiday cutouts, chocolate chip, peanut butter chip, peanut butter chocolate chip, chocolate peanut butter chip. I mean, any fucking variety of cookie you could imagine. My grandmother would bake from probably right around Thanksgiving up until the Christmas holiday. It was like walking into heaven, walking into my downstairs from outside because all you smelled was was cookies for like, you know, a month straight. So what I'm getting from this is that your grandmother and her family uh, ate an alarming amount of not only cookies but also ice cream. Well, I mean... (laughs) I guess you could. I guess you could clean that from my story. Yes, uh, I hadn't really thought about it that way. But uh, the other thing was ASK containers from, uh, you know, for yeah. uh, macaroni salad and potato salad and stuff like that from the summertime. That she would put some cookies in them too. Right, because she'd get uh, the yeah, big I mean, 60, 60 gallon barrels of that shit. Right, the, more more or less, yeah. and 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 pretzel tins and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, uh, I had never really thought about it that way. But you're right. But those cookies would last, would last us into the spring usually, because there was just so many of them, and they were sealed in, in you know containers and stuff, so they didn't go bad. But man, I miss I miss those days. I really do. That was like you you knew Christmas was coming because you know you could gorge yourself on cookies pretty much all the time. <laughs> Did uh, Texas Pale also make those little ice cream cups that came with the, the wooden handles like the paddles? I don't know that because the only ones of those that I've ever really had were either greens or uh, Hershey's. I've never had I don't them know from that Hershey. I've, ever, I've had them yeah. from greens, I think. Yeah, Hershey's, also, Hershey's hmm. ice cream makes them too. Hmm. A quandary. At least they used to. A hmm. quandary, yes. Yes, I just remember thinking I wanted something soft serve, and this was like hard serve ice cream because I was in like elementary school and I wasn't, I wasn't happy with what I got. Yeah, and those sticks were fucking were terrible. They also. were worthless. I mean, they were worthless. Well, yeah, not only were they worthless, but they tasted. Uh, they tasted like unfinished wood. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they really so did. So it was kind of like you got, you got like, kind of flavored ice cream mixed with, like, oak. <laughs> 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 it was it was just like tongue depressor city. Yeah, it was exactly like a tongue depressor. I mean, I don't expect a great deal of flavor or you know whatever you know i don't know what type of quality is to be expected of a popsicle stick but i better not get a fucking splinter from it i'm just saying yeah you know and i was always afraid i was going to get a splinter from that stupid paddle and and believe me uh i'm sure that there were plenty of us that did I mean, I can recall rough edges on them, and the other thing was that whenever you got done with it, you always snapped the thing in half. <laughs> and I have I have no idea why, but everybody I know pretty much has snapped those things in half at one point in time or another. I, I don't I don't know if it was a uh, rite of passage, a show of strength, or what the hell was going on there, but you know, if I have a snap po- that stick in half. If I have a popsicle or something with a with a a stick. What I'll end up doing is chewing on it afterwards Mm -hmm. and splitting it in half lengthwise. I've done that, yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time because I have a a fucking oral fixation. I have to bite (laughs) things. (laughs) Yes. I have to eat things and bite things. That's why people never ask me to suck dick anymore because I bite things too much. (laughs) I'll get to the chewy center of that Tootsie Pop. You've got like (laughs) a... You've got a cage over you, or like there's like a picture of of you that says uh, says caution, this man bites. 
This man it is a wild... prominently in R, don't stick your dick in that. <laughs> he's, he's a wild and psychotic man. Full of danger. <laughs> you know... You know... I don't want to. I don't want to say that two wrongs make a right because I know they don't. But mm -hmm. uh, I raped Hitler, and I don't feel bad about it. Well, I mean, you really shouldn't. No, I feel like he got his just desserts. I went in dry. Oh, and completely without warning. I just. I think it was Hitler. Hitler's still alive, right? Uh, I mean, according to. Uh, some of those, uh, we'll call them rag mags. I believe that's that's what uh, they're called around, you know, like the Globe and the National Enquirer and stuff like that. I believe he is. I believe he and Elvis are both still walking the earth. You know somewhere. what? You know what just occurred to me though. <clears throat> he probably would not look as young as this guy did. Hmm. Like, this guy looked like he probably would still be in power, you know, like... So, you just basically fucked a neo-Nazi Hitler lookalike? I guess so, yeah. Huh. I mean, still, score. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You know, and a grudge fuck like that, I mean, yeah. that's really... There's only... There only can be one winner. Well, I just wanted to add a little brown to his bread. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that what that means? That hurts. <laughs> that hurts to think about. Mm. Going in dry. Yikes. So, I'm I'm on my way home from work on Tuesday. Jennifer was driving, and uh, we passed this house that had a sign that said Trump 2021, and I just. I laughed and I said something about it and we got onto a whole political conversation and she finally got to talking about how Mike Pence did something or said something to get back in Trump's good graces recently because he wants to run for the presidency. And then he, <laughs> and then she, she proceeded to tell me that she think Mike Pence looks like a man who's worn a gimp mask for way, way, way too long and hasn't taken it off and let his skin breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked like someone who if had anybody been, uh he looked like someone who had been through conversion therapy as well oh i'm positive of that yeah as 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 the biggest you know one of the biggest uh cheerleaders for it i'm positive he's probably done it yeah yeah uh he, he just looks like he is he is full of untapped desires like unexplored, <laughs> unexplored avenues that that deep in his subconscious he really wants to get down with, or maybe he has and he's just keeping it from everybody. I mean, Could neither be. would neither would surprise me. But uh, yeah, he, he he's he's a creepy motherfucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. He's not the kind of guy that I would want to run into in a back alley. Or a front alley. I wouldn't want to run into him yeah. at all. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't want to run into him in a well-lit mall, see those, to be quite frank. See those cold, plastic cyborg eyes of his glaring out at you? Hello, I'm Mike Pence. <laughs> he shakes your hand. His hand is cold and plastic as well. And it's like there's no warmth to it. Mm. It's there's, there's too much pressure. And you hear servos, like, turning, like... You know? Yeah. <laughs> Every time he blinks, you hear a click. It's like. <laughs> Must be taking my picture. So, Oof. do you have a story for this week? Of course, I have a story for this week. Uh, I was going to tell another sordid high school tale. Oh, okay. One that I literally. Was a participant of, but had really uh, no no real part in. I just kind of my name got drug into it, and I got drug into it. But I was the center of this whole controversy. But when I tell the story, especially now that I'm getting older, it makes less and less sense every time that I think about it. Mm -hmm. That uh, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to bring up the old high school girlfriend again, but there was a lot of 
strange things that happened with her. I would say that uh, she was, well, I mean, I know that that she was uh, not exactly looking out for my best interest back in those days, nor uh, cared about much of anything with regards to to my uh, feelings, etc. Right. And I just want to start this off by saying that she was being privately tutored by the assistant principal and his wife, who was, I mean, if you remember the two of them, they were a match made in heaven, mm-hmm. uh, really. Strange match. And they were tutoring her privately outside of school. Have you ever even heard of such a thing? No, I haven't. Like, like it's just, the strangeness kicks off the rest of this story. So there was a, a little dude, and he was, he was a diminutive soul, even smaller than me. Who was a uh, who was a hardcore G and a tough guy, um, and uh, one day I get called down to the assistant principal's office, and this tough guy also happened to be, I mean, probably was plowing my high school girlfriend. I have no idea, and at this point, I mean, it really doesn't make any difference, but it's it is germane to the story uh, that I get called down there. And I walk into the office, and I'm like, you know, what the hell did I do now? Figuring that I'm getting caught up with something that I must have done, and it's just taken a while. Because there's nothing nothing in my head. I have no idea exactly what I'm there for. And I walk into the assistant principal's office, and I sit down, and I am informed that this particular uh, diminutive individual... Uh, has told the assistant principal that I had a hit put out on him <laughs> by somebody named JV from New York. Uh, JV, to my knowledge, stands for Junior Varsity. I just want to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been to New York. I don't believe I've ever even talked to anybody in the state of New York on the telephone, even to this day. Um, so it's, it's interesting to me that it would be New York and everything. And this kid stood there in the assistant principal's office and proceeded to tell me that his dad said it was okay that if anything were to happen to him, he could bring guns into school and take care of me. Saying all this in front of the assistant principal. Now, if you could imagine that happening today, Uh this kid will be leaving the school in handcuffs. Right. For making terroristic threats. Absolutely. However, this day, oh, it's okay for him to make these threats and to say what he needs to say because I'm the one that's in trouble. I'm the one who had the hit put out, obviously. I'm the dangerous one. The one who's never been in a fight in my life. Yeah. Who gets into stupid trouble, you know, but never anything... Um, that is of any violence or anything like that. Yeah, I get in trouble because I got a big mouth. Yeah. I don't get in trouble because I'm actually doing anything. So the assistant principal proceeds, and you would think that at a time like this, the first call, if there was uh, you know any kind of violence being threatened, would have either been to well, would have been to the police and to my parents. And everybody would have met all at once. But no, no, I got cornered in the assistant principal's office by the assistant principal and this kid. And that was it. Making threats. I am getting put into in-school suspension for something not even school-related that I didn't even do. And I was like, I need to call my mom. And they're like, you can't call your mom. You need to go to in-school suspension. So you remember there was a payphone in the hallway outside the office. I happened to, for whatever reason, have a quarter in my pocket that day, which was unusual for me to carry any kind of money on me. And I went and called my mom quick, and my mom had to leave work to come in and deal with this absolute nonsense. Basically comes in there, wrecks shop, (laughs) runs the fucking assistant principal up one wall and down another, and tells him, you know, well, I don't know where, you know, you got your information from, and blah 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 blah, and excuse me, you brought my son down here, and he threatened him, and you threatened him, and all this other stuff, and it all just went away as quickly as it came on, and I never heard another thing about it again. I have some questions. 
<clears throat> so, first of all, yes. what 17-year-old has the means to hire a hitman? Well, I would think that unless you grew up in that particular atmosphere, uh, were part of some kind of uh, of a gang uh, or something like that, I don't I don't think you would have the ability to to have. Well, I mean, you know, a proper hit. This is different than just saying to your friends like, "Hey, I could really kill this guy." Yeah. This was like a proper hit. The guy was going to travel from New York down to Harrisburg, and you know, presumably wipe out this G unit who I had absolutely no idea even knew I existed prior to that moment. <laughs> so, so that was the that answers my first question. My second okay. question is I How were the law well, how was law enforcement not involved? They're like, they're going to punish you because they believe that you did this, but they're not going to call law enforcement. They're just going to give you in-school suspension. Like, Yeah, part of the threat was that they were going to call law enforcement if anything happened. <laughs> so after the fact, if they did in fact believe that I had the power to have a hit put out on somebody and had the money, the, well, the means, we'll just say the means to have a hit put out on sure, somebody, sure. Um, that... That if anything was followed through on, then they were going to go to the police. Hmm. But not before. Hmm. Not before. That's deranged. Yeah. That's completely deranged. And I know it sounds like I'm making this up, but I'm not. This is the God's honest truth that this happened. If I could, I would get my mother on here to vouch for me. Uh, you know, like... Just be like, hey, remember that time that I supposedly had a hit put out on that kid? And my mom would be like, oh, my fucking God, I forgot about that. But yes. Mm. <laughs> Could we get your mom on here as a guest? That would be amazing. I don't know that my mom would do this only because our regular <laughs> blue subject matter <laughs> is not something. I mean, it's, I, I, I'm positive that I could probably, uh, you know, we, we could we could interview her but not have her on the podcast and have her verify my story for me because it, it is it is a hard story to swallow. And I, I, I honestly can't believe that I never told you this one. No, I've, I, I've heard rumblings of it from you before, but never the full story. Yeah. Yep, that happened in 10th grade, 11th grade, something like that. I don't remember, but I ended up uh, leaving school that day and essentially getting a day of out-of-school suspension, and I I didn't even do anything. The only thing I did was show up for school, and I got tied into possibly the strangest conspiracy theory ever and I, I and I don't know what the end game was with with accusing me of doing something like this like was I going to confess <laughs> to something so outlandish and ridiculous were they going to have me arrested and then gangbang my high school girlfriend they could have done that without me even being involved the thing is that I can see her orchestrating something like this because she was just devious. And I don't know if she's still like that or if she's made amends. People change. People grow up. But at that time in her life... I don't know. At that time in her life, she, she could be pretty vicious with people. Yeah, I and it, it was just the strangest uh, thing. of uh, And, like, the fact that it just disappeared... That it just went away, yeah. and and nothing ever got said about it again. And uh, I mean, I would love to if if there was such a thing as a time machine. Uh, I would love to go back to that point in time and investigate and figure out exactly what the what the whole story was behind that because it has. I mean, I've pushed it to the back of my mind at times because I don't want to spend all my time, you know, stewing over it over these years. But it just made so little sense to me that it was astounding. Yeah. I mean, that would be like me walking out my front door tomorrow, the police ripping into my driveway, taking me down at gunpoint, accusing me of murder. I, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And it would be just as boggling to me it, at that it, point to be like, I don't know what 
what the fuck happened? Yeah, it doesn't fit your character <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't. No. It doesn't fit any evidence of anything you've ever done. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, it's senseless. I actually had. I a, mean, imagine being that desperate for some wore-out pussy that you would <laughs> accuse somebody of having a hit put out on you. Worn out in high school, no less. Yeah. Oh my! I actually had a high school-related story too. <clears throat> uh, my first year at Tech, I met a girl. Mm-hmm. Let's call her Mary, and uh, I fell madly in love with her. Uh, this was the first girl I tried to court. Up to that point, I had always been too shy to even talk to her, but she sat next to me in a couple of classes, and, uh, she seemed, like, really cool to me, so I was just into her. And, uh, I started, like, trying to worm my way into her life, I suppose, you know, sort of by, by sitting next to her in more classes, and we would talk and stuff. And, and I was simping hard for this girl, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, she stole $20 from me. She stole my watch. <laughs> um, nice. But this whole time, I was like, I was like, uh, still smitten with this girl. And it, it was just very funny to me that one day I was walking through Dick's Sporting Goods with my sister and my parents. And Steph and I are, <laughs> my sister and I are off in um, our own little direction. And we come, to, we come to, like, the scuba gear and stuff. And I just pick this thing up at random and I go, Ooh, I wonder what Mary would look like in one of these. And my, my sister laughs and says, That's a fucking scuba helmet. Like, you know, one of those things that you put <laughs> on the, your head and shoulders like a cowl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> that's what that's what I wanted to picture my would-be girlfriend in. And uh yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Now, as as you may have guessed, she turned out to be kind of a crappy person. Um actually a I mean, really you know. a really crappy person. Um and uh she was also God, she was an attention-seeking maniac. She was like constantly talking about wanting to kill herself and trying to get people to help her like can you get me grain alcohol and stuff so I can kill myself like sure yeah like like really grain alcohol that's how you want to go out Jesus Christ what is wrong with you that's terrible yeah 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 but I I don't and she was in and out of hospitals I'm pretty sure she had some sort of condition if I had to guess, I'd say borderline. Um, because she just... Or maybe, like, some other behavioral disorder. Because she just didn't connect with the rest of reality. She was very... Sort of... Like... In this chaotic spin all the time. She, she was missed class constantly. She'd be gone for weeks at a time. You have no idea mm-hmm. why. And then she'd come back all smiling like nothing had happened. She got into a vicious fight one day with this girl. Almost pulled her hair out. It was crazy. So, but nice. you know, like by senior year, I had completely like lost interest in her and had fallen for someone else. And she almost became like this, like a nemesis of mine. But there was like I still was sexually attracted to her, <laughs> so it was like very, very <laughs> difficult. Like. She'd throw soup cans at my head and shit like that, you know? Like, she'd be in class throwing fucking shit at my head. And I'd be like... She sounds awesome. Yeah, she was she was swell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, she really uh, she really did fit my, 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 my personality back then because what I needed, more than anything, was an extremely aggressive psychopath for a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 that would have shaped my my future relationship uh, sort of rules and boundaries very nicely. Uh, back in the day, you know, we did have some uh, some interesting choices. We sure did, and um, not least of which was my uh, tendency for a little while 
there to uh, date girls exclusively I had met in chat rooms and had never talked to uh, in a real life. Well, that's not true. I did talk to him in real life, but not in person. I spent quite a bit of money on the phone actually talking to some of these girls who lived like one was in Texas and one was in Canada. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, it's something that people do all the time now, but it's a lot different now, too. Like, there's all kinds of apps and you know, video chat and shit, and you can, you can kind of spend time in that person's life in a more meaningful way than you could ever have done in 1995. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and back then, the idea of dating someone on the internet was completely unheard of, so a lot of people were like, dude, what are you, your internet girlfriend, okay, dude, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, they just sort of barely tolerate the fact that I wanted to call my internet girlfriend while I was at someone's house to show off the fact that I had an internet girlfriend. Isn't it great, guys? <laughs> but I, I can, I remember those days. But I was, I was legitimately in love, or I thought I was. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what it was now. Um, I guess it was because there was lust involved, but usually lust requires a physical connection. So I, I can't really say that it, it was more expectation, I suppose, um, masquerading as lust. But the thing about, about love is that without, with, with time, yes. with time, it becomes something more mellow. It, it ages like either vinegar or wine, depending on how you store it and how you maintain it and how you, you, you the shit that you go through <laughs> like sometimes some of that really nasty shit you go through in a relationship when you recover from it makes your relationships that much better because the trust is so vividly strong mm -hmm. and I don't know where I'm going with this I'm just I guess what I'm saying is I'm ready to move on to the next segment <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go over some crazy Reddit shit tonight? Da -na -na, da -na. Hey everybody, it's time for one of my favorite segments, and that is where we take random things we found on Reddit and read them online. Read, read them online, yes, read them online. Um, we go sort of loosely from topic to topic. Today's topic will be badasses and assholes. These are the people that just can't help but tell you how shitty they are, how weak they are, how pathetic they are, how much they need you to fear them because they fear everything. These are mm -hmm. those tough guys that we love to talk about. The ones that fake a uh, death threat for uh, some pussy. <laughs> Ooh. Well, you know, whatever you got to do to get it in, I guess, huh? I guess. <laughs> I'd like to start. Right. I'd like to start this time, if you don't mind. Oh no, please do. <clears throat> Your death is music to my ears. The shotgun is a bass, and the tearing your flesh is a mukbang to me. Wow. A mukbang, by the way, is <laughs> a Korean term for the sound of someone eating. Like that smacky, huh. lippy noise that uh, sometimes people actually like make... There's a lot of people who make videos about mukbanging and they're like where they eat sometimes enormous amounts of food and, and it gets millions and millions of views. Oh, that sounds like something I would not want to pay attention to. Yeah, you certainly <laughs> don't want to fetishize something like that. That's... It's just not new. It's just not good. I mean, but then again, you got people that enjoy watching videos of women farting and stuff. So yeah, or you farting know. into cakes, or sitting on cakes and then farting into them. Yeah, I which I I gotta say, I think farts are hilarious. I always have, and I always will. Uh, but that even to me, I don't I don't get it. I enjoy farts, but uh, apparently, I don't fetishize them the same way. Mm. Ugh. 
That was that was interestingly intense for such a short statement. It was almost like poetry. <laughs> it was a haiku yeah. of hate. A hate coup. A hate coup, exactly. <laughs> All right, now my turn. Let's face it. Waitresses are just food donkeys that hover over your table begging for money. How's everything tasting, they say in that hillbilly voice. <clears throat> I always make it a point to let them know that I owe them... That I own them for the next 20 minutes if they want that $8 tip. Hey, sweet thing, go get me some more napkins. I size them up, which is easy because they are the same single mom defrauding the government by hiding most of their tips. Eyes full of shame, regret, and worry. 28 years old, but look 40. She will have four kids from three different men. Her party year is already coming to call because of her leathery face. Nearing the end of my meal, I step it up. That's a pretty mouth you have. <laughs> <clears throat> I bet it knows some fancy tricks. She fake smiles because she needs another $58 by the end of her shift, or she will have to pay her 70-year-old landlord the old-fashioned way again. The rats of the hospitality industry. As she comes back around, I make a minor complaint about my meal, and she brings me the check. Leaving LOL as a tip, I wait by the front door to watch her reaction, and it makes my day. Enjoy your two sixty-five per hour, donkey. Consider your Medicaid is my tip, LOL. Donkey. Get yeah, donkey. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard anybody refer to somebody who was, uh, who they felt was defrauding the government and living on public assistance as a donkey before. Yeah. That's that's interesting to me, and is that I mean, like just the political donkey, like a left leftist. Know, it might, be. you know, it. I guess it could be. I mean, that that feels like. I mean, because this person here is obviously not very liberal no, about anything. No, not at all. Uh, except for their use of the word donkey, and and I don't know if I if I said to a waitress, "That's a pretty math you have," I bet it knows some fancy tricks. I would fully expect to get my face slapped off my head. Right. <laughs> and, and to not even be like, I can't believe she assaulted me. Because mm -hmm. when I thought to tell the story to somebody else and they went, wow, you really deserve that. <laughs> you know, I, I just I just don't know. I do know people that are like this. Absolutely. I'm sure you do, too, that are, that are shitty about stuff, but wouldn't actually probably say anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. In, in this regard. So very, uh, very aggressive. Mm. Yeah. You ready for some badassery? I am. Gorilla isn't that hard to beat. I think I can beat a gorilla barehanded. No kidding. I practiced MMA for six years, box boxing too for seven years. I could. Also bodybuilding for eight for four years. I'm six foot two, 189 pounds. I have insane speed and reflexes matching my speed. I just have to wait for him to charge me, dodge him, and bop him's head hard. I will not let him go. One mistake and I finish him. There will always be virgins here to think that it's impossible. Nothing is impossible with willpower, my friends. And two, it's not with your weak body that you'll do anything. Any men with a little bit of practice can take out a gorilla with a knife. <laughs> Barehanded is not much difficult, not much more difficult. It just requires more technique. Yeah. Yep. I mean, gorillas are known for following the rules of a regimented martial art. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, using MMA-style fighting or uh, karate, etc., uh, would definitely be successful because uh, gorillas don't just, I don't know, rip your fucking arms and your face off of your body. Right. Um, right. In a flurry of speed, fury... And and just Grotes natural hate and grotesque, aggression, grotesque strength, like it just a, a <laughs> yeah. grotesque display of strength. Raw as it rips your fucking arms right off your core. I'm gonna bet this guy couldn't even beat up a chimp. <laughs> Chimps will fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna say like like no, no like respect to this guy whatsoever, but. I no. wouldn't say anyone could beat up a chimp. I mean, Jesus Christ, we're talking about something so strong it could rip your arm right out of its socket without yeah. breaking a sweat. And that's the smaller <clears throat> version. Yes. 
That's the smaller version of the gorilla. Yeah. Yeah, we, it only gets worse from here, folks. We got we got the bigger brains, but we didn't get the big muscles of our cousins. Mm, no, <laughs> monkeys in general will fuck your shit up. Yeah, and that's all I got to say about that. If you think that you're going to fight a gorilla, uh, just make sure you've got all your affairs in order before you enter into that uh, into that arena, because. You ain't coming back in one piece. <laughs> I would actually. It's just not gonna happen. I would actually love to see this chump eat his words. I would really enjoy me like <laughs> just just be like, oh shit, oh shit. You know, is this fucking gorilla is charging at him? He talks about his. his I can't even. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about that's about how far into what I would get. <coughs> oh my god. He's gonna dodge it and then oh, that and then me. one strike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just that's he's yeah. got his he's got his um reserve attack built up from taking damage over time. Maybe he should start out with something smaller and easier like a shark. Yeah, I think the problem with fighting a shark even if you are a serious badass, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, this guy is. Well, you know, I'm, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm betting he's got a skull. So, anyway, I, the problem is that, you know, with a shark, you're in its natural environment and you're at a, at a, a distinct disadvantage. I'd say that's more badass than beating up an orangutan. But not, right. but not a right. gorilla. I mean, yeah. But not a gorilla. I think he should take on a mountain lion. That would be... A good start. If you're going to take on a dangerous animal and try to beat it, start with a mountain lion. All right. I'm, I was going to say a bobcat, too. Yeah, a bobcat. Perfect example. Like a mountain lion, a, a bobcat, a coyote. Not a coyote. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a coyote might be easier to beat than a bobcat. I don't know why. Significantly less. Although the little bastard could cut, could bite the fuck out of you. Well, he'd also probably have his friends. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I don't think bobcats fight in groups. I don't. At least not according to my video games experience. I don't know whether they do or not, but I think they are solitary hunters. So I'm gonna. That's yeah. my opinion almost because I don't know. It's like it's my opinion that they're fucking predators. <laughs> don't you, don't you have a, a thing to read? I do. I do have a thing to read. I guess this is kind of a badass, but not really. Like, this guy is trying to make himself out to be a badass, but this is after he posted, Well, today I got assaulted at work. <laughs> and I accidentally scared the cop that was taking statements because I'm a big guy. Six foot three or 191 centimeters. I don't need the, uh, the fucking, um... Uh, what the hell you call it when you take it from one conversion? measurement to another? A convert? Yeah, I didn't need the conversion. I don't know why he included the conversion. I guess so the people in um, in areas that use the metric system will be able to understand it. And I was angry about being assaulted. Taking statements scared the guy that was taking statements because he's a big guy and was angry about being assaulted. So you're a badass, but you got assaulted and cried to the cops. Yeah. I mean, if I was assaulted, I would call the police, but I wouldn't be bragging and be like, yeah, I scared the cop. Yeah, exactly. That's I almost, I almost got assaulted again. <laughs> yeah. This time for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big guy and I scared him. How much you want to bet, oh. though, that this guy probably talked his way into that guy wanting to beat the shit out of him and assaulting him? I would say that there is a better than average chance that that's how it all started. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, he uh, he cried to the authorities uh, after he was forced to take his lumps. Um, and But he still had to try to save face. I mean, why not just not post anything at all? And then nobody has to know what a douche you are. <laughs> <laughs> Feels right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So this next one 
is is in the form of three cards so i'll read each one in turn it's like you know if someone asked you to fill in the blanks on these questions these are his answers his i assume but i may be wrong again i shouldn't miss i shouldn't uh misgender uh, the three words that best describe me are intelligence, scary, and blunt. Something that makes me laugh is over-the-top physical violence or floppa, the camp assault scene in Suicide Squad. My favorite time of day is night. The coolness, the moon, the shadows that feel like sanctuary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. You okay over there? I'm good, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> did I did my vampirism terrify you? Yes, my favorite time of day is night. That was the first one that got me. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> what the fuck is floppa? I don't know. Floppa? Floppa Wappa. I'm gonna find out. Floppa is a cat. It's a Russian cat breed. Uh, according to Know Your Meme, Big Floppa, or simply Floppa, is a series of ironic memes based on photographs of a caracal named Gregory. A caracal is a kind of medium-sized cat. Russian cat. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It has weird fucking ears. Yeah. It's kind of like a fancy cat. Mm-hmm. It's like the fancy version of a, of your average cat. Like he's like, I got tassels on my ears. <laughs> I guess tufted ears. Yes, that's that's what a floppa is. Never heard of that before in my life. Before tonight. No, like when I think of a floppa, I think of someone masturbating. <clears throat> like, <laughs> uh, don't mind him. He's just having a floppa over there in the corner. <sighs> yeah. I got a tough guy here. Fuck all the women on here and the dudes. None of you can fight. You're all pussies. I'll give my address in a comment if anybody wants to try to keep the fight standing. Excuse me. Once you get me on the ground or I get you on the ground, I can break all your limbs with ease. I'm trained. I'm a trained at a low level of boxing. I'm an elite level wrestler and I'm one fine BJJ artist. What is a BJJ? <laughs> BJJ. Brazil Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, probably. Uh, Brazilian. That, yeah, that's probably. I was going to say Blowjob Johnny. Yeah. So I'm not scared of none of you pussies and I weigh 185 muscle and I'm a very good athlete hell people will say people will say I I'll keep coming until you knock me out now nah, more like you will be crawling with broken legs or headbutting with broken arms I don't play games as soon as I get more money I'm signing up for martial arts so I can go kick some ass again and yes I'm better than most of the folks there a lot of people talk shit but I like the physicality of fighting even if you beat me I'll shake your hand and say good fight I've taken ass whoopings and I've given ass whoopings and I have no problem fighting anybody and everybody that comments on this status <laughs> and there's one comment that says you good? I guess he wants to fight them. <laughs> I love people that that uh, that use shortcuts for spelling. I gotta say that's one of my biggest pet peeves. And this was full of them. None is N U N, and U is obviously the letter U, and U R for your. Yeah, I hate that. Wow. I think my favorite though is Yule. It's Y O U, and then a space, and then two capital L's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a purposeful spelling mistake. That wasn't spell check. You will. You will. You will. I think somebody needs to just take a chill pill. Uh, yeah. And and maybe get some treatment for for rage. Yeah, absolutely. And some roid rage going on there. I mean, whew. I don't know. And and I, I love that he is willing to leave his address. Like he's gonna, he's <laughs> yep. like, like I'm serious, guys. I'll fight any one of you, anybody, anytime. <laughs> I'll even tell you where I live, and here's my work schedule. Yeah. 
And in case I'm not home, here's my cell number. You can call me, and I'll kick your ass. Yeah. All right. Got it. Am I the (laughs) asshole for not going down on my girlfriend? Now, I'm not an idiot. I know where the clit is, and I can get her off every time. I'm also not dirty, and I keep my downstairs clean and give it a clean before we go do the deed. However, I just can't bring myself to go down on her, as it's extremely emasculating and beta behavior. She's been whining and nagging me that she wants me to do it, as she's dated men in the past who did it for her, but I tell her they just weren't alphas like I am. I talk to my buddies about it, and they all agree she should get to know her place, and even and that she's she's lucky that I even get her off since it's not my responsibility. She's been ignoring me and won't return my calls or texts, and it's been about two weeks, and I have blue balls. I stand. I stayed outside her apartment for seven hours the other day, and she never even acknowledged me. I think she's acting entitled and hysterical and being a whiny drama queen. Thoughts? First thought. Uh, you don't have a girlfriend in real life. You never have. Uh, second, eating pussy is fucking amazing. <laughs> so you're a liar and uh, you're missing out on possibly one of the greatest things you could do. Um, and you don't deserve pussy. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad we settled that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was really up for debate. I think that the only person, the only like guy that doesn't like to go down on a girl is someone who's extremely selfish. You know, it's like ew, it's gross. Like no, it's not. Grow the fuck up. My dad told me that there used to be guys when he was uh, back in the seventies and stuff that would be like, a girl pees from there. That's gross. I ain't put my face down, my mouth down there. But it was okay to get head, and what do you do with your dick? Yeah. You, if you don't pee through it, well, you're not doing it right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's something physiologically wrong with you. <laughs> it's more like uh, I just twist the head of it, you know, and different settings occur. <laughs> like, I turn it one notch to the left, and now it's a, spring, it's a spray, and now it's a mist. And now it's like a direct shot that like puts a garden shower. Yeah, garden shower, vertical, that little diamond pattern. Yeah. I got or you got a colostomy bag. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. Be a man, eat your pussy, and uh, and enjoy it, because it might look like a pile of roast beef or chewed up bubble gum, but it's so much more than that. And to answer your question, yes, you are the asshole. Yes, definitely the asshole. <laughs> Although, I mean, it is nice that he cleans himself up beforehand and keeps himself, you know, clean and uh, well-groomed in that area. I mean, if you're not expecting a crazy, wild, grown-out bush and dick cheese, you know, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise when you get something nice and clean like that, mm-hmm. I would guess. Uh, my experience with other men's penis is very minimal, so, you know. (laughs) All right, next. (laughs) Gotta say, the last time a guy swung at me in a hungover rage, I almost laughed. Thought he was screaming, thought he was screwing me, sorry, thought he was screwing me until his work glove was inches from my face. Thought he was screwing with me until his inch glove was right now that he was screwing me. He'd know if he was screwing him. Ironically, I'd literally been to a boxing seminar the night before with some really fast guys. So I slipped his punch while stepping left and felt the stitching barely graze my right temple. And the world went into freeze-frame slow motion. I had the realization that if I threw a modest left hook to his jaw, and I was, and it was missile-locked waiting to fire. At about 50%, he stood a good chance of spending a week in the hospital, or maybe even killing him, since the next instinctive attack would be a right straight to the face. One, two. And I had at least a 35-pound weight advantage and full dosage of morning coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, what a superstar. (laughs) Yeah. As he registered that he'd missed and started to retract his arm with the oh-shit look of fear, I still had him. And then I realized he knew it, too. I don't know if my eyes gave it away or not, but in that nanosecond, he lost. 
I didn't have to do anything but keep a ready low guard and take a step back in case he got antsy for another try. Then he tried to save face and yell about his karate black belt, at which point I picked up my bottled drink and walked off. I picked up my drop drink bottle and walked off. Not that I needed to correct that because it made sense either way. You don't have to fight. You don't have to win. But if you pay attention, you'll know you've won before you ever strike and save everyone a lot of pain and heartache. That's some sage advice mm. from a guy who just made that whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is, everything went in slow motion. He had a 35-pound weight advantage, for Christ's sake, and a full dosage of morning coffee. So, hungover rage guy? Okay, so it must be the morning after a good night of drinking. Uh, I don't know anybody that's been hungover and full of rage. Most people are hungover and... Full of tiredness uh, want, and a desire for yeah, breakfast. Want to die. Yeah, or, or like a really greasy breakfast from Denny's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, greasy breakfast, definitely. The grease brings it all together. It does. It's weird. I don't understand it, but yeah. it absolutely does. No, you would th- absolutely you true. You would think that it would make you sicker, but it, it somehow it congeals in there. And it takes all the bad sickness molecules and it pulls them away from the, from, from the insides. And then you shit them out. And boy, do you shit them out. My God, do you shit them out. But it's... <laughs> but yeah. Yes. Yes, you that's do. That's how it works. Ooh. Good for that guy. Everybody remember, you don't have to fight. You don't have to win. But if you pay attention, you'll know you've won before you ever strike and save everyone a lot of pain and heartache. That's right. That sounds like a that sounds like a great tattoo. It does. Well, the thing is, like, I almost agree with him in the last paragraph, but at the same time, I think, God, could you make it more about you? Like, even if that's true, God, you made it about yourself. You're so fucking self-important. Probably mm-hmm. this guy. Probably this guy weighed like an underweight, and you are underweight. He just happens to be frailer than you. I bet watching the two of you fight would be like watching male uh, equivalents of olive oil from Popeye fighting. Not only that, I mean, something had to have precipitated this interaction if it was real. Again, yes. We don't uh, get the other side of the story. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the tough guy had something to do with it. You know, being full of his morning coffee and all. Yeah, they always do. So I've got a sign Uh, here. Uh, It's in front of a restaurant, like uh, one of those uh, drive-through boxes. And it says, temporarily closing on Monday. Burnout is real. Give our teams a day to recharge. Sorry for the inconvenience. And this person responds to this with, they're burnout. Need Need a break. That's cute. They have no idea what burn is, burnt out is, but they do need to restructure their teams. I went to a Bojangles Saturday morning and waited inside for 10 minutes. Everyone behind the counter moved like turtles. No one was in any hurry. Dude, maybe because they're burnt out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe they're tired. Uh, Maybe this whole pandemic thing has been taxing on everybody. Maybe they are not getting paid nearly enough to do the level of hard-ass work that they do on slippery-ass fucking tile. Mm -hmm. You're constantly walking on... You're basically constantly in a roller skating rink when you're in one of those places. I don't care what shoes you buy. I don't care how many times you mop the floor. Those places are perma-greased on the floor. And everyone knows it. Everyone who's ever worked in food service knows this to be true. Oh, yeah. It is, oh, yeah. It is unavoidable. That grease just permeates into it. If you get new tiles, it takes about a month. And not only that, they got to walk around with shirts on and hats that say Bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, like, really the worst part of the equation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe the entitlement of some of these people. It's, it's ridiculous. And I'm positive that down below there's somebody that agrees with them. Mm-hmm. There always is. Always an agreement in the comments. Mm, I'm sure. Um, not in this case, but let's see. What were the... No, it doesn't show any 
any responses, they cut it off. But it was on Facebook. Oh, man. Yeah. They need to not cut that stuff off. I'd like to see what the reactions are. If you get a lot of yeah. loves and likes, you're like, ah. <laughs> but if you get an angry or a laugh, the well, the laughs are kind of... I think that, like, the laugh react is one of the most mercurial ones. Because depending on the subject matter, you could be laughing with them or at them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 tricky, and and it's almost bears a comment. Like if you use a laugh react, a lot of times if I do, I feel obliged to comment, as if to not elicit any confusion as to the reasoning behind my choice of an emoticon. <laughs> right. I was laughing at you, not with you. Right. Exactly. Like, hey, hey you're an idiot. You know, or. Hey, man, that's a funny thing. It happens to all of us, you know. <laughs> Blake was locked up outside Louisville Street and stolen around 5.40 p.m. by a man in a red hat and black top. Med build? Pretty sure he was white. I think that meant medium build, but, you know. If you are the thief in question, thief is spelled T-H-I-E-F, not E-I-F. <laughs> there are three places in this world I'm not afraid to visit at any time. In the emergency room, prison, or a cemetery. He's not afraid to visit a cemetery, but he doesn't want to stay there, probably. Probably. Return my bike in the condition you found it in, and I can promise you it will be a safe exchange. If I find you first, I can't promise the same thing. I got... I got, feel the, I got, you feel the anger in my voice? Oh, God, dude, I got chills. I got chills. Yeah. This guy yeah, is not afraid right. to visit the emergency room. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. There are three places in the world I'm not afraid to visit anytime. The emergency room, that means he's going to get his ass beat. Mm-hmm. Prison, because he's assaulting you, because he's going to... He's not afraid to visit prison. Yeah. He don't want to stay there, though. Yeah. Or a cemetery. I mean, he's trying. He's just trying so hard to say, I'm not afraid of dying. Yeah. Because I you bet know, you he is, though. You know Especially what? over a bicycle. You know what? Yeah, I know. A bicycle. It's a, someone who spends that much time talking is not the type of person that kills people. No. You know what I mean? No. Killing people, I think it kind of takes something out of you. And you're less likely to worry your shit, your, yourself about little shit like getting your bike stolen. Like, you'd be like, bike got stolen, anybody have any leads, let me know. You know, and then leave it at that. Like, like, not like, if I find you, I will kill you. I have a set of principles and powers that I can use to my yeah. advantage. And I will find you, and I will rape you with a fork. I, too, have seen the movie Taken. Yeah. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> they make me a nightmare for people like you, bike thieves. Yes, bike thieves. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. With your, with your fake tough guy self. you happen to notice that you know we were not even remotely close to halloween if you've been out in any stores anywhere recently like the halloween stuff if they even have any still and mind you halloween's still what a couple weeks away a few weeks away by the rec by the time this recording drops it'll be a week away but for us it's three okay. weeks away that the halloween stuff has either been taken down completely discounted or is stuffed into a tiny little corner of the store and Christmas stuff is already up. Huh. Dude, it's ridiculous. So we're just skipping Halloween now. I think I think we'll actually skip Thanksgiving too cuz I mean I have some Thanksgiving decorations around my house, uh, you know that I could put up if I was one of those people that decorated for holidays. But uh, I'm not, really. And, oh, I just looked at the clock. And uh, as much as I'd love to sit here and wax philosophic about holidays and consumerism, etc., and losing the true meaning, let's keep the Christ in Christmas, people. 
I uh, noticed that we're, we're out of time, so that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the confusion that I gave you with my story today. I swear on all things that are important to me that that shit is fucking true. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah!